those two simple words, Ray Skywalker. Those words are enough to get the blood boiling, aren't they? To make you want to just tear down the Disney Studios institution. To make you want to march into Lucasfilm headquarters and say, enough is enough. It's time to get back to the real Star Wars. You know the real Star Wars that George Lucas made? You know Little Annie? You know Jar Jar? You know Episode One Puppet Yoda that everybody loved? It's time to get back to CGI and clunky dialogue and just some good old-fashioned Jedi flirting, baby. All this Rey and Kylo mumbo-jumbo. Is that Anakin and Padme flirting in a nice Italian village? No, it's not. So it's not quality Star Wars. And that is just the first topic that we're going to cover on the Sequel Hater Podcast. Let's go. I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Skywalker. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Simple Man Podcast. My name is Brody. Uh, I hope none of you took that first part too seriously. Um, I love the prequels, and I love George Lucas, obviously. Uh, I just had to poke a little bit of fun at uh, the sequel haters and, you know, people on the internet. But um, I hope everybody is having a great week or is going to have a great week if you're listening to this on Monday. Um... We've got some good topics to cover. We've got some news. Um, we've got some questions to answer from you guys. And we're going to be covering Ray Skywalker today as well. I've got to talk about it. Uh, i got to let you guys know the real deal, <laughs> my, my real opinion, because honestly, on Instagram, you can say, you, you could type out a 50-page uh, essay on a topic and people will read one word and they'll just go, this is trash. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm going to cover that a little bit today. Uh, I think it's worth covering just as a topic in the fandom and, and its importance to uh, the sequels and Ray as a character. So um, that should be fun. But before we get into that, uh, we've got some questions to answer from you guys. Uh, you guys asked some really great questions this week, so I'm going to do my best to pick the best of the best. So the first question comes from the boy, Uncle Gav. Uh, his question is, who has the most tragic story besides Anakin? In his opinion, he says Maul. Um, I, this is a great question because there is so much tragedy in Star Wars. Uh, for, for a franchise that's you know built on themes of hope, and redemption, there's a lot of tragedy. Um, I would have to say that Obi-Wan has the most tragic story. Um, just overall, his entire life dealing with hardships and um, controlling himself and not really being able to be, not, not be the person that he wants to be, but you know, not to live life to its fullest because he's a Jedi and having so many people fall around him in his life. So... You know, that, that kind of starts in, in the Clone War, or I guess it starts with Episode One, obviously, with Qui-Gon, um, his master dying, and then in the Clone Wars, Satine, his sort of secret love interest dies, and then the whole stuff with Anakin. Um, luckily, he gets to stick around long enough to see Luke um, sort of fulfill all those, you know, hopes and dreams that they had that they could 
bring everything back to the light. But I got to go with Obi-Wan. That boy has lived the worst life, but just stayed a true Jedi and never turned to the dark side. So that's pretty awesome. So great question, though. Anakin's story is obviously the main tragedy, um, and and it's such a sad one. I, I love how the prequels closed um, Anakin's story up in the six Skywalker movie saga, um, you know, back in 2005, that was, that was literally, I I thought it was the most, um, genius writing just the way he was, George Lucas was able to tie up all those loose ends and make it make sense. Make Anakin, this kid, um, happy go lucky pod race winning kid, how he can make him turn into the most evil and vile human in the galaxy was just, um, it's pretty genius story writing. So, Thank you for that question, Uncle Gav. Um, next question we have from the boy Harvin, not a robot. What's up, bro? Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, your question is, what's your best Star Wars video game memory? <laughs> I love this question. I think we all have um, those special Star Wars video game memories from when we were kids. But um, I think my favorite has to be playing Lego Star Wars. Uh whether it was the first, you know, two that came out that were the, you know, the first one was the prequels and then the second one was the originals or the complete saga. I mean, I played I played the absolute crap out of all those games when I was a kid. And I mean, even still to this day, I'll play it every once in a while just because it's such a good game. But those games just had so much to them and they were just so fun. And they seem to really tap into this level of of being a kid where you get to just have fun, customize your characters, play all the different characters. That was, that was really the first game, a uh, Star Wars game, where you could play so many different characters um, throughout the whole story. And I mean, it still is um, one, of the, one of the only games where you can play that many characters. So Star Wars Lego Complete Saga, I mean, I've probably spent an just an ungodly amount of hours on that game um and you know use the cheat codes uh from time to time to get all the 10 times studs and invincibility and whatnot and just had so much fun and overall i mean i really do think that might be one of the best games of all time just just in terms of playability and it not getting old i mean i I can't remember exactly when that game came out but i i still play to this day so it's obviously got some serious playable value there. Um, let's see. The last question we've got is from Carrie Dustin One. He said, "What happens to the Star Wars movie franchise from this point on? Are there episodes ten to twelve? So, this is a great question. Um, if there's anybody who's not exactly clear on where Star Wars is going, or you know." how they're going to continue uh, the saga um, because they're, they're not super clear on that. Um, we're not really sure if we're going to get another story with Ray and Finn and Poe um, just based on the, the feedback that, you know, Lucasfilm has gotten from the fans who knows. Um, but the, the future of star Wars is pretty interesting. Um, they're making movies, they're making shows. Um, we're not, we don't have too much information on the movies, though. Um, they, they've they announced Rogue Squadron. It's going to be a movie coming out in 2023, I believe, uh, based on 
some some sort of X-wing pilots. I'm assuming that are rebellion or maybe early New Republic. Um, sort of the adventures that they go through. That'll be directed by uh, the Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. And yeah, I think that comes out in 2023. That's the only movie, um, Star Wars movie, that we have real information on as of right now. Um, they have announced that Taika Watiti is doing his movie still. Um, they, that's really all we know. And it's slotted for, for some time after uh, Rogue Squadron comes out. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, on the movie side, we really don't know much. It's a pretty interesting time where, you know, I, I think they had all these plans to do all these anthology movies um, and, and possibly even had a plan to continue with another trilogy after after the sequel trilogy. But, you know, things changed. They, they received a ton of feedback from the fans, uh, obviously good and bad. Um, and they've, you know, I think they've s- sort of switched their game plan up. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, but as far as the rest of Star Wars, we have a ton of... TV shows coming out for the Disney Plus platform. Um, I, I, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but, you know, Ahsoka, The Mandalorian is continuing, The Book of Boba Fett, uh, Andor, Cassian Andor. Um, there's one called Acolyte, which is uh, a High Republic show. Um, Rangers of the New Republic, uh, Star Wars Visions. They, they've announced all these new shows. They announced... a. I want to say a, a few weeks ago or, a, or about a month ago, um, all of these brand new shows that they're coming out within the next few years um, that are going to mainly build around the time of The Mandalorian. Um, Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic are going to tie into The Mandalorian, I think, and sort of build that time period out. And some of the other shows are going to kind of stretch throughout the rest of the time in the Skywalker saga or before. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot coming up for, for Star Wars. Um, but in terms of your question, as far as the movies and episodes 10 to 12, I mean, who knows? Um, there's been a lot of backlash, you know, from the sequel trilogy. And I'm, I'm not sure that, you know, they want to go down that road of making a continued story of Rey and Finn and, and Poe. Um that story seems somewhat complete with, you know, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo dying. Um, so we'll see. Um, I- I'd be, you know, down to see something after The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know about a whole movie trilogy um, just because it would just continue the same sort of narrative that, you know, the sequels have been playing to the fans um, and-, and the narrative that the fans get back in response. Um, so who knows? But. I really appreciate that question. That's a great question. I guess only time will tell. So um, thank you guys again for your questions. It's it's really cool getting to interact with you guys that way and sort of um, kind of give you guys a shout out on here as well and give you guys a say in the podcast. So just make sure to pay attention to my story if you want to you wanna have your question answered. Um, Officially Star Wars on Instagram has... Uh, usually on Friday or, or Saturday, I'll put out just a, you know, a, a story um, poll of, you know, you can add your questions. So appreciate you guys. Um, moving on to some news stuff. Um, not, not too much crazy stuff coming up, but the, uh, the High Republic show dropped on YouTube. So it's just basically 
um, a, a show to kind of organize and gather the content um, of the High Republic. Um, it's just a show hosted by a girl named Christina Ariel. Uh, she she does basically commentary on some things from the High Republic, kind of reviews a little bit and analyzes. Um, and they add some really cool stuff in there as well. There's some really cool graphics that you get to see of the characters um, and, and some little story points. But I, I would definitely check it out. It's on YouTube. It's called The High Republic Show. Um, it, I think they're going to be doing it every week to kind of help people out um, and, and guide them through The High Republic. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mentioned last week or the week before uh, that I had been re- reading The Light of the Jedi, but <laughs> I've stalled. Um, I haven't really had too much time to read and been super tired l- recently, but definitely will finish it soon and have a review for that for you guys. Because there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up in The High Republic, so I need to catch up a bit. Um, Into the Dark by Claudia Gray is coming out pretty soon, I think in the first couple days of February. Um, February 3rd, I think that's coming out. Don't quote me on that. I'm I'm an idiot. But um, they came out with a bunch of new Black Series, Star Wars Black Series figures. Uh, they dropped a bunch of the designs and the packaging. Looks super awesome. Um, some stuff from the new Bad Batch show. Um, and going back to, let me see. Sorry, give me one second. Oh, oh, and they dropped the uh, the new vintage collection as well. Oh, yeah. But they got the uh, the Bad Batch. Um, they dropped those before, but they added that new Elite Squad Trooper, which looks sick. It's those black, um, those black clone troopers that we're going to see in the Bad Batch. They also made these really cool Episode 1 throwback uh, black series. The packaging looks like the Episode 1 toys from back in the day, which is really, really cool. Um, and then they also are dropping a few Kenner figure-inspired Black Series where they're Black Series figures, but they are inspired by the old vintage Kenner figures. So they look pretty sweet. Um, I like the Obi-Wan and the Greedo. So uh, I'm not sure how many of you guys are collectors, but I'm a huge collector myself um, to a fault, actually. I got to stop, but um, I'm a huge collector, always have been. So I'll definitely be keeping keeping up with you guys on on here about, you know, the whole collecting stuff. So um, as far as other news, uh, there is one thing that I think um, is worth noting. Uh, there was an interview with the with TT Games. Um, they're the developer for the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga video game. That is coming out later this year. Um, So they basically came out and said that uh, they're going to have some way to make things right with Finn in The Rise of Skywalker or hinting that there might be something after The Rise of Skywalker. So actually going back to your question uh, from before, uh, we we might be getting our first kind of source of post The Rise of Skywalker content in the new Lego Star Wars game. Um, so they basically said that there, there's going to be, they were a little disappointed with Finn in the rise of Skywalker, something along those lines. That's not exactly what they said, but, um, and that they're going to, this is their chance to make things right. So that's leading a lot of people to believe that 
Finn could possibly be getting some Jedi training or, or you know, become a Jedi in in the Lego game. So we'll find out. We'll see soon if that game ever comes out. Uh, I'm not exactly sure when it's supposed to come out nowadays. Um, they change it about every week. So we'll try and keep you updated on that. But that's a pretty interesting uh, story that I, I think I, I honestly would like to see. Um, you know, Finn, everybody thought Finn was a wasted character and was, you know, wasted potential. Uh, I honestly don't necessarily agree with that. I think Finn was a pretty great character in in the sequels. The Force Awakens, he killed it. The Last Jedi, uh, the stuff with Rose obviously kind of throws him off a little bit. But towards the end of the movie, he's pretty awesome and does uh, some pretty heroic stuff. Um, so I, I, I dig him in in the sequels. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, he kind of falls off, but... He can't, you know, not every single character can be just the absolute focus and the best, you know, of every single movie. So I liked Finn, but honestly, I would like to see him as a Jedi. I think that'd be pretty cool. And it would be sort of a natural step into a post The Rise of Skywalker um, story. So that would be pretty cool. Uh, You know what, guys? It's rough on Instagram talking about the sequels. You know, I don't, I'm not here to say, you know, whether you should or whether you shouldn't like the sequels. They're obviously flawed. (laughs) You know, there's so many times I've watched the sequels and been like, what is going on? Why did they do this? Why, why did we get this? You know, but then there's other times where I watch them and I'm like, wow, like, you know, kind of just shifting your, your angle on the way you're looking at things. Sometimes it really hits me like, wow, like they, you know, they did their homework and they, they really produce something that's kind of special um, in a lot of different ways, but it's a it's a conversation that I feel like's never going to end in Star Wars. Um, but honestly, I I appreciate them for what they are. You know, we got more Star Wars movies. Um, it, it's just crazy to me that it's so polarizing, and so many fans are actively against them. Not just don't like them; they're actively against them, which is kind of crazy to me just because I don't know maybe I'm not like that I don't really campaign against things but um (laughs) it's just crazy to me how so active people are against the sequels rather than just ignoring them you know um which kind of leads me into the the main focus and point of the past couple days on Instagram and what I want to talk about here is Ray Skywalker um and again, I'm not here to say what's right and wrong and what's the best in Star Wars. Um, I'm just here giving my opinion and sharing the experiences with you that I have with other people and how you know I've communicated with them because I have a lot of interactions um, with people online in the, in the Star Wars community and realm. And honestly, it's pretty interesting. And I feel like I get like a really solid consensus for how people truly feel about things in in Star Wars um, rather than just kind of taking the face value of comment sections and saying, oh, you know, if you post about Ray, your comment section is going to be filled with negativity. But, um, that you know, there is a difference and you, you start to see what, what people are really mad about and if it's real or if it's just kind of blind hatred. And, and they don't, these people that are commenting don't even really care. They're just putting it out there so that, it will, you know, kind of make them feel better in a way. So, 
Um, you, you guys might have saw um, on Instagram, I posted some stuff about Ray Skywalker. Um, you know, I made a cool video. Okay, I made a little you know pick stitch cool video with the with the gifts of four Skywalkers fighting. Um, they were all ripping. I had Luke, Vader, Ray, and Ben Solo. Right, and I and I called them four Skywalkers. Right. Which, I mean, to me is fair, right? We've got Luke Skywalker. We've got Darth Vader, who was Anakin Skywalker. Um, We've got Ben Solo, who is obviously a Solo, but he's also a Skywalker because of his blood relation to his mother and her mother and his mother's relationship to her parents. Um, And then we've got Rey, who at the end of The Rise of Skywalker claimed the name Skywalker um, in honor of her masters and the family that sort of supported her in her time of finding herself. Um, <clears throat> so I, I made that post and I, I set the, the comment section on fire, basically. Um, I probably received 1,500 to 2,000 comments in disagreement from what I said and disagreeing with the fact that Ray's a Skywalker, um, either saying that she's not a Skywalker dumbass or, oh, I only see three. Uh, <laughs> some degree, about 90% of the comments were were in, in disagreement with Ray Skywalker. So I find that really interesting um, because people were you know saying that they disagreed with my opinion and that sort of thing. When, I mean, it's, it's, Ray Skywalker is not my opinion. It was in the movie. So I, I, I was really trying to figure out what the argument was and why people were so mad about this. And there's a lot of different kind of angles that people were coming in at it, whether it was about her blood relation to them or her deserving it or her blood relation to Palpatine. There's a lot of different ways that people were saying that, you know, Ray Skywalker's wrong. So I was trying to figure out, you know, what, you kind of like, what is the more valid point to maybe saying Ray Skywalker is undeserving of that name in some way. So <laughs> my findings weren't great. Um, it was a lot of just, you know, she sucks. Ray's not a Skywalker. But um, a lot of it was, um, you know, people, people, I had a few calm individuals that, you know, explained themselves and said, you know, I think she should have kept the Palpatine name because um, she could have done something good with it instead of letting that name die with evil, um, which is sort of understandable. Um, Some people just said that she straight up didn't deserve it uh, and, you know, she shouldn't be named that, which is, I I, I guess it's understandable if you don't think Rey is deserving of a name. but overall, I honestly, I, I can't find a reason why, you know, to, to truly disagree. One, because she says it in the movie. Um, it, it's not whether you think it, it happened or not. I mean, like, it happened in the movie. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it happened in the movie. She, she calls herself Ray Skywalker. Luke and Leia look on her and, you know, with approval. And they're happy that she is now going to take their name and, you know, carry on their legacy. That that's not my opinion that I think, you know, I think that happened like that happened. So I don't really know how else to explain to these people that, uh, you know, Ray Skywalker is a thing, um, whether you like it or not. So you can hate it and that's totally okay. 
but it did like it it did happen. So um, <laughs> I had a lot of conversations, um, and it was it was a really interesting day. But um, you know, I I think that Ray is deserving of the Skywalker name because she um, personifies all the Skywalker themes that Luke and Leia did. Um, she's overall one of the truest Jedi I think that we've seen. Um, and I guess let me backtrack a little bit. I, when you're having a conversation about the sequel, sometimes it feels like if, if somebody is in, uh, is against them, it's like, the, you know, they're not acknowledging the stories as like they happened in equal capacity to the other trilogies. Right. So whatever Ray did is just like, not as good as what Luke did or what Anakin did, right? Because it's Ray, and automatically it just kind of gets like an asterisk put on it a little bit. So I just want to say I I speak in terms of I kind of look at the lore in equal ways. You know, I don't diminish kind of what Ray did and what Kylo did just because they're in the sequels. You know, I I prefer to look at it in a way of you know these things happened on an equal playing field. So what what Luke did is not diminished by what Ray did, but what Ray did was pretty amazing. Um, you know, she's a true Jedi and I really do think that. And I also think she's a true Skywalker because she went through so many of the same similar things that the Skywalkers, you know, went through, you know, a tough childhood, um, being suppressed as, as a child, not figuring out and learning about the force until a later age. Um, you know, there's so many parallels between her and the Skywalker family, that I think, um, you know, closing it the the saga out with her taking on the name and sort of the torch being passed to her, I think I honestly think it was a fitting end. So, um, you know, it's understandable if you're not into it and you think you know something about it is wrong. Um, but I guess all I'm here to say is it happened and it's in the movie. So, uh, so whether you want to acknowledge it or not. I accept the sequel's um, story as canon, and I, I really just prefer to look at it that way just because, you know, um, th- you can have your own head canon along with it very easily, you know. If you want to believe that Ben Solo survives at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, I mean, nothing's really stopping you from doing that because we don't we don't see him after the rise of Skywalker, you know, we don't see Ray. So you can, you can have your own head cannon and kind of, you know, play off of what we get, um, rather than just saying, Oh, this is the worst thing ever. And I never want to watch it again, which I hear so many times. Um, but yeah, I, it's been an interesting couple days on Instagram, just hearing so much stuff about Ray and, um, people's distaste for her. Um, and Again, you know, like I've said, it, it's understandable. I I was not a fan of Rey at first. Um, when The Force Awakens came out, I thought it was ridiculous that she was so powerful. Um, I thought, you know, how the Force doesn't work like that. Um, it, you know, people need some training to use the Force, to know what a Jedi mind trick is, um, to know how to use force pull and overpower a a trained force user. But then, you know, I start to, I never gave up on the story, I guess, Um, you know, kept watching it, kept trying to understand it. And I found the meaning of what that movie was trying to, trying to say. Um, 
unfortunately, that changes over the course of the sequels a little bit. But I think what they were trying to say was, you know, the Force can choose you. Uh, and you don't always know what you're doing when it comes to the Force. Uh, you know, Rey is doing things in The Force Awakens that she literally has no idea what she's doing. It's ju- She's just doing them, and things are happening, and she, and she just knows that she's getting away with it. Um, I really believe she's not, you know, honing in and saying, oh, I'm going to do this and use this Force power. She's just doing what the Force is telling her to do be- because her mind was opened up to it. Um, and like I was just saying before, I really think they were kind of setting it up to say when the force chooses you and you choose the force, crazy things happen and anybody can use it. Um, I think that was sort of the themes in the force awakens and the last Jedi. Um, And, you know, I think with the rise of Skywalker, they really shifted the story because of so much backlash against the last Jedi. So that we see those sort of themes about the force change and it does become a little bit more, <clears throat> excuse me, about bloodline and, you know, the history of the characters rather than, um, you know, the force choosing somebody and, and anybody being able to use the force. Because we see a lot of that in the first two movies. Finn obviously uses the force in the first movie, unknowingly. Um, he he hears the people uh, die on Hosnian Prime when Starkiller Base... Uh, destroys all those planets. Um, it's kind of like Obi-Wan when he hears Alderaan be- get destroyed. Um, Finn hears that. I mean, he's great with a lightsaber. Him and Kylo Ren have that inter- interaction at the beginning when he's still a stormtrooper, um, and they you know, they look at each other, and Kylo senses him in the Force because he's Force-sensitive. Um, you know, we obviously don't see that in The Last Jedi too much, but we do see uh, Broom Boy use the force at the end of the movie. And, you know, he's an example of the force basically choosing you and guiding you into things that you don't really know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, Ray is such an interesting topic and I honestly could sit here and talk about it all day long, but <laughs> I know you guys don't want to hear that. Um, so I'll stop talking about her and, um, I'll end this thing here pretty soon, but, um, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting time. Um, it's always really fun when things die down in star Wars a little bit, you know, when we have these like gaps in between major, uh, content releases, like in between movies or in between shows, because us content creators on Instagram and YouTube, we really have to try to keep our followers entertained. You know, people aren't, they're, they're not coming out with content that um, people are keeping up with. So we have to kind of create it and make our own subjects of discussion. And it's really interesting when you bring up the sequels because people just have nothing better to do than just sit around and hate on the sequels because that, you know, there's no Mandalorian coming out to distract them basically. So it's just really funny. Um, you know, I know that a lot of you like the sequels and support them, um, and and that's awesome. If you don't, that's totally fine. Um, you know, you might have to listen to me talk about them a little bit, and I know that the guests that I will have on here like the sequels as well, so I know that will be a topic of discussion. Um, but, you know, if you don't like them, it's totally okay and totally understandable. Um there's a lot of good stuff coming out and hopefully 
you know, there'll be something for you because honestly, I really think they are trying to do, you know, people call it SJW. Um, I, I call it being inclusive and trying to, you know, be accepting of everybody on this planet. But I think they're really trying to give something for everybody. You know, if you don't like Ahsoka, maybe you'll like Rangers of the New Republic. If you don't like the High Republic, maybe you'll like Cassie and Andor. You know, if oh, I, I didn't even mention anything about the Obi-Wan show. Wow, that flew right over my head earlier. Yeah, we got an Obi-Wan show coming out. That's, that's for everybody right there. We're all going to love that. But... You know, I really think they're trying to, you know, spread Star Wars out a little bit and and keep it for everybody and make people feel like there's something for them. Um, Star Wars has always been about culture and involving cultures and um, giving every person a slice of the pie in a way. So I, you know, I like them continuing that, you know, regardless of what people say on the internet. It's it's what has to be done in you know today's age. So. That's about it, guys. Um, sorry you guys had to listen to me rant about Ray and the sequels a little bit. Um, you know, just had to get that off my chest, man. Sometimes it's hard on Instagram because it's just so public in a way, you know. You, you have to talk to people in comment sections, and you're it's basically just a giant roast session, you know, trying to make the other person sound stupid and look stupid. And it's, I mean, it's not a real discussion, you know, it's just basically trying to make yourself look good and, you know, have the final word, but, you know, so it's good to, it's good to, you know, have a place to vent and I appreciate you guys for that. So, um, got to give a big shout out to my producers, Kaylee Hopper and Cooper could not do this without them, could not do this without you guys. So really appreciate you guys, uh, for listening, make sure to check out uh, www.officiallysw.com got some cool trivia on there some polls um, some merch uh, yeah that's the website so really appreciate you guys listening this has been the simple man podcast may the force be with you and have a great week <laughs>